Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and really why he's the 49ers Achilles heel. Um, when we look at this season, we've seen the recipe to win. Take a look at Aiden's hat. If you're confused, the answer is clearly to run the damn ball. That has been what it is all year. Um, we look at the, these games where they flourish. You look at the Rams game. Why do they win those games? Because they run the ball like 40 times or close to 40 times and they dominate in time of possession. When they don't do that, the court, the 49ers have played close games pretty much every time, and they've almost lost that game like every single time this year. When they're not able to run the football and and honestly take the ball out of Jimmy's hands, they've struggled a lot. You look at the Packers game. Their offense starts out so slow. You look at both Seahawks games. Jimmy was terrible in both those games. I know he got pulled. Well, didn't get pulled, but he got, he got injured, and then he didn't play the second half. But in that first half, I think they what didn't they put up like seven points in the first matchup? And it was like one of those things where they should have had like three touchdowns. It was, it was something like that. So you look at the season when Jim, when they have not been able to run the football, Jimmy has been bad. And ultimately, I expect the Niners to make the playoffs. I don't know where you're at on that, Aiden. I, I do think this Emmanuel Mosley injury definitely hampers or like tempers those ex- expectations, I think. But I don't expect them to, to have a chance really to make a deep playoff run because you know that it's inevitable that a bad Jimmy game is going to happen and it's going to end their season. So do you feel the same way about Jimmy Garoppolo being the Niners Achilles heel? Pretty much. Um, He just limits the ceiling. Like I feel like Kyle went into this season saying his floor is higher than, than Lance's when they were both in training camp. He's like, Lance is making some questionable decisions sometimes in his Floor is lower, but his ceiling is also higher. I'm going to go with the safe option, but I mean, we're sitting at six and six. Um, it's hard to to convince me that 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 the Niners wouldn't be six and six with Trey Lance starting. So I mean, it's not the end of the world. Um, they, I think Mike McDaniel said something pretty interesting that like the practice squad reps are almost better than some of the first team reps because Trey Lance gets to see different things every week. One week he's Russell Wilson in the next he's um what's his name Matthew Stafford um just doing two completely different things so there's there's definitely pros to that approach it's not the way I personally would have gone um but I mean Jimmy is who who he is hoping that the Niners are able to trade him at the end of this year for fingers crossed I think they may be able to get a second round pick from some sucker team um, but probably like a third round pick to be more realistic. Um, and if the Niners are able to get a second rounder, which is what they gave up to get him, I think that that's a win for them. They get to pick up another pick after losing the first rounder in the Trey Lance deal. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that Trey, that Jimmy right now is floor is higher, but his ceiling is like two inches above the floor. Like he is who he is. He's not going to change. Um, and he's the reason the Niners are not a legitimate Super Bowl threat because uh, defense has looked pretty good. They played like Aziz has been the unsung hero of this entire year. Um, he's been super impressive. DJ Jones has played himself into large amount of money, which isn't awesome for the 49ers next year who have to sign him. But some team is going to pay him and he is an absolute beast. Um, so just kind of like not not ideal for the Niners this this offseason. Um but I mean, the expectation even going into this year wasn't the Niners are going to make the Super Bowl and they're they're a favorite. Like I think we are who we are, and 
two years from now is our Super Bowl window start. Like Trey Lance next year, people are are, are going to freak out and be like, Niners should win 12 games. No, like we should hope to make the playoffs every single year until we've proven that we can do that and we're ready to take the next step. But super long, long-winded there. But yes, Jimmy is the 49ers Achilles heel as of right this moment. Um, although there is some other work to be done. And you mentioned Mosley as a major question mark with, with the guys behind him. Yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there. I think the first thing I want to bring up is you did talk about the trade value. Dude, at this point, I am I, I'm going with the expectations that he gets cut, that he doesn't even get traded because of this contract. Now, I think the one thing that could happen is he could get traded to a team and he's going to make a lot of money. So they could give him an extension where he ends up taking less money this year to be under contract for two seasons. And that might make sense for a team that trades for him. So maybe that happens and they're doing like a two-year rebuild, similar to what the Lions did with uh, Goff this last year, where they have him for a couple years when they're rebuilding and then they're going to eventually draft the quarterback to take over. But we've seen that path with a lot of guys. So maybe a team would do it, but I would think probably third rounder, or I'm sorry, a, a third a day three pick. And I, I'm just expecting that he gets cut. So that's that's where I'm at on him. Um, it, which is that, I mean, that's a lot lower than you think. And I have thought in the past that it could be a third rounder. I've said that, like, oh, I do think that they could trade him for a third rounder. I thought this last draft, maybe they could get a second with from the Patriots. But I think the way that he's played this year is, has pushed the value way down. And especially Patriots like, offered a second. Patriots yeah. offered a second round pick. Niners well, wanted first. They would. Yeah, but I think I don't think they would have. Um, it was one of those things where, like, if the Patriots got into the second round and they didn't take Mac Jones, then they would have gave him, I think him a second rounder. I think it was a pre-draft thing. I think it was a pre-draft thing, and it was like, we'll give you the second rounder. But if Sam Darnold can go for a second round pick, you're telling me Jimmy can't go for like a third? Hard, I, hard for me the to reason, No, the only reason why I think is the situation. Not that Jim, like you can't trade for a quarterback. I think it's because everybody knows that he's going to get cut. So unless some team is like, oh, we we really want Jimmy really bad, like they're really, really eager to get him, then I think that he gets cut. That's just so why. Like, because like teams know they're going to cut him. But what if you're, let's see, the Steelers. And Big Ben came out last week, told close friends that he wasn't going to be a Steeler next year. I don't know if that means that he's going to retire or, or what. No free agent's going to want to go to Pittsburgh. And they're good enough that they're not going to get a high pick. Might as well get a second rounder to get a solid quality ish starter. I think Jimmy's a top 25 quarterback, maybe top. Two. He's he's in that 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 range. Like yeah. he's made a Super Bowl before with the right surrounding cast. They have a good defense. Um, it, it's a team like that who is too good to draft a quarterback high, but is like the Panthers are another good example. Even if they want to take like a quarterback high, their defense is good enough now that they may want to push. And Matt, Matt rules on, on the hot seat. Um, that was a team that just gave up a, a second rounder for, for Donald. So I don't know if they'd be willing to do that again with how bad that has blown up in their faces. Um, but I think you could get more than, than you think, given that he's had established, established success. Um, more than some other guys, I guess that would be my rebuttal. No, that's that's totally fair. I think that I think there's a chance. I'm just going in with that those expectations because I just feel like his play's been bad, so I think it's hard to tell. 
I but like I thought going into the year that they could get. I mean, we talked about the sec. We talked about the second like pre-draft about them potentially moving him for a second, and then we talked. To, I talked about in training camp if you are going to like go with Lance, then you trade him for a third. Obviously, the plan has always been to start Jimmy. Doesn't look like it was a good idea. However, I will say just to kind of defend the situation, there's a lot of coaches that believe that believe that is the best way to develop a quarterback, and so yes, I, I think. I honestly think at this point, Kyle would rather have like played Lance looking at just this season. But I think that he truthfully believes that by having him sit a year and just redshirt a season, and like you talked about, the scout team reps are a big thing, um, <clears throat> which is interesting. Does it mean he's going like playing in game is like the best way to get better at playing in the game? However, there's a lot of things that you can do first to build confidence going into your second year, and I think we've seen that with a lot of guys. I think we saw that with Patrick Mahomes because he was super raw. I mean, a lot of these guys that come out and they're super raw. Now, sometimes they toss him in like Josh Allen. Josh Allen was all right. But you look like how different it's been for Josh Allen now that he's progressed and he's become able to, you know, he he can make a lot of reads. Um, and before when he came to the league, he'd just kind of hold onto the ball. He had a really long motion. It would take, he was a slow processor when he first came into the league. He's got a lot better at that, but Lance, I mean, it's not like he looked like, like he would, you could tell that he has a natural feel for the game, but you could tell it. He is still a little bit of a slow processor. So I think, I mean, I wanted him to start. I want him to start. And I think this is hurting a lot this year, but I do wonder if it's something that, and only time's going to tell with this. Like I, we're not gonna be able to, to go, Oh yeah, look at the off season. Oh yeah. Look, that there is a reason that they started. I'm like, no, we we're going to see this. Like if it works and if it works with Lance, then that's great. This season though has been, pretty much destroyed I feel like because of how bad Jimmy Garoppolo has played and how bad the corner room has been I think those two spots one the 49ers it was pretty clear that they did not want Jimmy Garoppolo anymore and they didn't move on from him they could have traded or they they could have traded him and if they couldn't have traded him they could have cut him and went and signed a different veteran quarterback if they were more confident in that guy that easily could have been a better option looking at it now because it's been that bad and then it, in terms of the cornerback room I talked about this last episode when it's just me, Aiden, but it has been an absolute disaster. You're telling me you can't go sign Brashad Breland for a million or $2 million instead of having Dante Johnson now against Jamar Chase. Potentially that's the matchup we're seeing on Sunday. So like those two spots I think are killing them, but I do think that the Jimmy Garoppolo, his success in the playoffs it, or the 49ers success in the playoffs is going to be really hurt by him. But anything else you want to add? What do you think about moving Jimmy Ward outside? I he might be our like best it. cover guy. See, I think, but <clears throat> he's talked about. It. I think he feels like he has a better, bigger impact on the game when he's a single high safety, and I think that they feel like that just because, like, if they are going to start unloading him to to Jamar Chase and T Higgins, you want Jimmy Ward on the back end. I think that's the thought process. However. If it's like a clear, they want to go to Jamar Chase here. We've seen that Jimmy Ward will come up and like man up on those guys. So in man, absolutely. But if they're in like some, if they're in more of zone coverage, I'd rather see him at single high. So maybe just like situationally, but yeah, I think I mean the Niners pick of um, Hufunga was interesting because you had Tart there for the year was kind of like an interesting fifth round pick. But as as you can see right now, it gives them some flexibility to move jimmy ward around a little bit um because i think tart's healthy again he might have gotten hurt again recently but i think it was a small thing but um 
gives them a good amount of flexibility. And I think Tavon Wilson's out for the year, which definitely helped um, with with depth, but um, just kind of something that popped in my head right there. Yeah, I mean, that that I do wonder if that, that ends up happening, but yeah, I, I think that's probably it here. Um, anything else though you want to you want to know on Jimmy, or you got all your Jimmy talk out? I don't want to rip on the guy. He's our <laughs> he's our starting quarterback. I feel like everybody knows where we both stand. He's he's a B minus. He's a C plus. Like if everything is around him, he'll be fine. He'll win you game. He no that that's why he will lose you a game. But I so. This is actually interesting. I, I, I did want to talk to you about this. Mac Jones is getting this press for like being super duper good and being super pro ready and winning games for the Patriots. And I'm, but I'm just not impressed. I don't know if that's because I didn't want the Niners to pick him at three and he has, he's ended up being solid. So I'm going to dislike him. Um, but I, I can't point at a specific game that Mac Jones won for the Patriots yet. Like, Last game, no. they just beat the Bills. He threw three passes. Like their defense has been super solid, and he's he's getting all, all all this praise. And I totally get it. Like he's taken over for 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 Brady. The Patriots have won seven in a row. But do you think Jimmy would have won seven in a row with with the Patriots right now? That's that's really the question that I was getting to. I feel if they like make the second round pick trade. Do yeah. they win seven in a row? I mean, they're raw. Like, I think that the thing that has happened is like their roster is a lot better than people think. Like, and also, you cannot compare it to 2020 because it was a completely different roster. You had a bunch of guys that opted out that were not playing. Like, there was a large portion of their defense that opted out right before the year, and they were just kind of stuck. Like, all right, we're going to rock with these guys. They exceeded expectations in 2020 by just being not horrible. But then this year, like you've seen them with a with a pretty solid team, like they're trying to win, and they're doing it with a rookie quarterback, which is interesting because usually they don't do it with a rookie; they do it on a, a rookie's deal. But it's usually in that year three, four, five, and they're trying to go all in this year. And like you said, like he's not a part of like the game plan is kind of like make it super easy for him and don't have him lose us this game. I think the one thing I've been really impressed is he has amazing ball placement for some of these guys. Like we've seen Kendrick Bourne absolutely feast. Because Kendrick Bourne will go up and get it. Like he's a good, we've seen him, he's a great red zone threat. And Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne have great chemistry because he puts it in perfect spots. That's the thing that Jimmy Garoppolo does not do consistently. So that would be my big difference. However, I would still think like Jimmy could win you. I don't know. I would say like five of those games. Like he's gonna be pretty solid, but he I think he's gonna have a couple where it's so bad. Let's, the game against the Bills, yes, he could win that one. <laughs> let's let's go through the schedule on this seven-game win streak. Patriots, Jets, they win by 40. I think I could have played quarterback for the, the, the Patriots that game. They scored 54 points and had like 300 yards rushing. Patriots-Chargers is the closest, but it was a three-point game. Mac Jones went 18-35 with zero touchdowns. That's pretty pretty manageable there. I, I, That's I feel like, like 50%. Jimmy could probably do not that's not awesome. Yeah. 24 6 against the Panthers, 45 7 against the Browns, 25 nothing against the Falcons, 36 13 against the Titans, and 14 10 against the Bills. So this dude needs to hit double digit points in their Wait, what was the, the game. what was the game before the Bills? The Titans the game before the Bills was 36 13 against the Titans. 
And and what what was his stat line that game? Because I think that was 20, the one that twenty three of thirty two for three ten and two touchdowns. But Ryan Tannehill went so, had ninety three yards passing. Oh my. So I think so, that was the game that he pl- has played like really good recently. That Titans yeah. game. But like it's solid. It's not about but... him. That's the thing. It's totally not about him. I th- okay. I think one thing to talk about this week too is Niners are gonna be playing Jamar Chase. He is the clear rookie of the year candidate, the leader in my 100%. opinion. Yes. Him, it goes him, Najee, then Mac Jones. There's there's no way you could tell me that Mac Jones has been better than those two players. Like that's shocking to me. So yeah, I'm know. totally in the same boat. Like I told like I I understand like he's taken over for for Brady. He's got big shoes to fill. They've been super duper impressive, but pump the brakes a little bit. And it could be a little bit of that hate that I mentioned where the Niners could add him, but I don't think he's I to use the ceiling thing. I think his floor is higher, his ceiling is so much lower than any of of those other guys. Like Fields is stuck with Nagy. That sucks. Uh Lawrence is in Jacksonville. That also sucks. And Lance just hasn't even played. Um, so of course Mac Jones is going to be doing the best out of all the rookies. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I got to ask you, so with what we've seen from Mac Jones, this will be the final thing we talk about because we've gone for a while here and this isn't even really about Jimmy Crawford anymore, but it's interesting. So looking at the Trey Lance pick and the Mac Jones pick with what you've seen of Mac Jones this year, do you have any hesitations about taking Trey Lance at three? It, so I, I do not. If the Niners were an older team and needed to win now, I think you pick Mac Jones at three. But I, I saw lots of stuff about this over the past couple of days. If Trey Lance plays at North Dakota State this this year that that just happened and goes for another 40 touchdown, maybe he throws a couple of picks this time, leads them to an FCS national title, is he the number one pick when it when it comes around? I think he is. So the Niners get to take a guy at three. They may have to give up two extra first-round picks to to do it. You get to sit him a year, get him in your offense for a year, and then you can unleash him next year when he would probably potentially be the number one overall pick. So the Niners end up looking super-duper smart here. I just think the Patriots, he was perfect for what the Patriots want to do. They have a lot of er older vets on the defensive end, a lot of free agents. Matthew Judon was maybe the free agent pickup of the entire year for anybody. He's been so good, but he's on the other side of 30. They got a bunch of old guys on defense. They they want to win now. I think Niners did the right thing. Pats did the right thing. They're they're just in different spots to win uh, over the next five, 10 years. I I completely agree. I think for the Patriots, great pick. I have no reservations about the 49ers pick right now. Like I am, I am so happy that they went and got Trey Lance at three. Do I wish that they would have started him earlier? Sure. But I also don't think I'm in a position to really critique uh, Kyle on that one. So I'm going to let quarterback development go to the NFL coaching staff on that one. Um, However, I I do want to see him. That's more for like just myself. I want to watch him be a Niner and I get frustrated watching Jimmy, but I, I don't, I don't doubt that pick at all. Like, I think that's something where, I was extremely excited about the pick when it happened. I feel the same way now. So, I mean, what we've seen from this roster too is like, you know where the the strong pieces are in this roster. The Niners are going to have a lot of money next year to go try to replace, to go try to get a corner, to go try to get another lineman. 
whether that's a tackle or a guard, um, to go get interior defensive linemen, which we didn't know we'd need. But, yep, we definitely need interior defensive linemen now. Um, what else? A box safety, potentially, and have Fufanga play the same role that he has this year. Like, there's not a ton of needs on this team, but there are some spots where you have some players that are really bad at. And I think they're going to go address that, and then you're going to see them rock with Lance. And I think it's going to look a lot better for the Niners than it does right now. But the Patriots are definitely happy with what they did. I think both teams are going to be very happy. One other thing, though. The Niners were at, tw- at 12. I would have loved the Mac Jones pick. I would. I, and when we talked about that, we like Mac Jones at 12. We're like, that's, that's all right. Like, it's pretty solid. I get what it is. You're going to save money. You're going to go try to win now with Mac Jones. It's more of that I think you just have to reset the timeline earlier or go look for a quarterback earlier. But – I, I like the the home run swing with Trey Lance. So Niners with Mac Jones right now are at best seven and five. At you think absolute so? best. I Jimmy hasn't like I guess he lost us the Seahawks game that we that, that we just played, but I haven't seen Mac Jones win one. So it's hard for me to yeah. say he would have done too much better. I think maybe he wins that one and there's a game in there that maybe he loses that Jimmy won. But I think seven and five is probably where the Niners are with Mac Jones, but the ceiling is so much lower. Um, Niners draft class got so much hate, and I think we're going to look back in five years and look. Aaron Banks has been apparently pushing Brunskill, who's been above, like he's been better than Brunskill's been good. He's been solid, but Chanhan came out and said Banks is starting to push him. Jalen Moore has been probably a hit as a sixth round tackle, has been okay. He got benched for Tom Compton. But I don't know if that's Kyle being weird, or I don't really understand what's what's going on there. We're both still high on uh, Trey Sermon. We think once Lance comes in, his role will become a lot more defined. And Ambry Thomas is playing better. Demo has been solid. He's a fifth round corner. Like you can't expect a whole lot. Um, so I think we're gonna look back and let you these even, guys develop. You didn't even mention Mitchell. Exactly. I mean, everyone exactly. everyone knows yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. But, but then also Hufunga like started that. multiple games. People no, have I think, been solid. I also when did everyone decide that you grade, grade a rookie class like 10 games into the year? You have to look like four years later. Like you can't tell that even after the rookie year. Like if you looked at at grading a rookie class after the rookie year and then you looked five years later, the rookie the grading after the rookie class means absolutely nothing. Like you have no idea what it looks like. So many guys take a full year. So I totally agree with you there as well. So, all right, all right. Let's totally got off the beaten path there. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was good though. That was good. So, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up now. But thank you all for listening. Uh, If you listen to all of our subtopics, hopefully you like those as well. But uh, this is going to be coming out Wednesday. Nothing coming out Thursday, and then something else will be out Friday. Not sure what time. Um, And then I'll do a preview thing for either Friday or Saturday as well. Um, So we'll have Friday, Saturday, Sunday as well posted on this channel. But. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.